At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. Have you ever been interested in taking meaningful and eye-catching self-portraits? If so, our self-portrait photography indoors on a budget course is perfect for you. I'm actually the instructor and I'll be teaching you how to take really beautiful photographs of yourself indoors without investing in any other equipment. These lessons are all about making the most of what you have, experienced or not, and telling an authentic story. There are 30 video lessons that include quizzes, a community of photographers, random surprises, and much more. This is an incredible opportunity for you to improve your self-portrait photography skills and to impress everyone around you. I have a very special discount code just for our podcast listeners. We're offering a 50% discount code just for you. Use this code to claim your discount, Portrait50. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. This week, I talked to Laura Carlini Fanfonia the director of over 20 museums in Trieste, Italy. She's a trained art historian and a very inspiring person. We talk about her job, the highs and lows of being a museum director, and much more. Please enjoy. Hi, Lara. Welcome to the podcast. I'm very happy to have you here. Please feel free to introduce yourself to the listeners. Yes, okay. Um, my name is Laura Carlini Fanfonia, and I'm a trained art historian graduated in Bologna and then I am um, also I attended a master class at the Getty Institute in California for museum management so uh, I am a museum lover as you can easily understand and I spent all my career more or less in museums uh, either in Bologna or now in Trieste mm -hmm. where I manage uh, 20 museums, four libraries, and a phototheca, which boasts over 3 million images uh, mm -hmm. about city life, uh, artworks, uh, and everything 
uh, around Trieste since uh, uh, photography started, so in mid 19th century up to now. So we are very interested in this medium, of course. Of course, that's an amazing introduction. And 20 museums, that is so much work for you probably, right? That is a lot of work to manage so many museums and take care of so many things. We have a lot of different museums and what we try to do, so from natural history to contemporary arts, from archaeology to historical monuments, uh, such as the only concentration camp in Italy, Risiera, and uh, for example, to this Museum of Natural History, where we have a unique collection of local dinosaurs. So uh, very, very peculiar things. And uh, how uh, does photography cross all this uh, heritage? Well, we very often work with photographers. We organize uh, photographic exhibitions together also with Dotard and the uh, Photo Days Festival. Uh, but what we try to do is to um, start a dialogue, to open a dialogue between the collections and so the heritage and contemporary photographers. So let's set an example. Uh, we uh, wanted to organize a, a Tokyo Void collective uh, exhibition in the Museum of uh, Far East Art, which is one of our small but uh, interesting uh, uh, sites. And so we, we always have either uh, Eastern, Far Eastern photographers or Western photographers taking pictures or having travel in the Far East. And so we want really to organize comparison. Let's say, for example, we had an exhibition about the fish market in Tokyo, which was destroyed, and the fish market in Trieste, which was destroyed as well. So we, we had these two collections of photos showing how was the life in these places before they disappeared. And that was particularly interesting because they were at the heart of both the cities. Mm -hmm. So let's say that, uh, so we, we tried to get out the best of both worlds, the photographic and the uh, traditional, so to say, uh, museum collections. Mm, that is very, very interesting. And it's probably very inspiring for you personally, as I mean, you're not a photographer, but you are inspired by different kinds of arts. How does that affect you as a person? It's probably very inspiring for you. And, uh, well, what I tried to do, for example, uh, uh, we had a very successful exhibition uh, with Martin Parr, who was the... Uh, also the president of the jury of the festival. Mm -hmm. And we decided with him to have an exhibition called uh, Life is a Beach, uh -huh. uh, which is a very famous uh, uh, exhibition of, of, of his own photos. Mm -hmm. But why? Because Trieste is, is, a, is a city uh, where the sea is deeply felt by the population. Let, let's say that uh, it's a city where sailing is the, the sport. Uh, we have the, the most important regatta with over 2,000 boats every year, Marcolana. And people really love go, going sunbathing. They, they are all the time on the beach. And, and so they were fascinated by this idea of watching 
beaches all around the world. And with this very interesting and ironic eye that Martin Parr has about different lifestyle and, and so on. And that was interesting. And when you talk about the most fulfilling and challenging parts of being a museum director, I think it's, um, well, uh, to offer to our audiences always some interesting production, uh, either exhibitions or conferences or uh, competitions, whatever. We also, for example, run Instagram days to involve the people to visit uh, very special sites uh, or unusual locations, even our storages, uh, just to let them understand how the museum works backstage. And all this is very interesting. Uh, we, we look after, of course, research and, and uh, conservation as well, and uh, uh, engagement. Now, that's the world. We want to engage our, our audiences, uh, both local people, so uh, residents, but also visitors, because we understand that a lot of people like the idea of coming back, particularly those uh, living in a, in a, let's say, 200 kilometers uh, uh, area. So they can come and, and visit the, the, the place uh, frequently. And, and so we, we try to really involve all the audiences in a very active way. So uh, particularly photography is a medium that everybody today loves. Just it's easy. You have your smartphone and, and you can catch pictures. And for what we do like also is this interaction between different arts. For example, uh, uh, cross-sector, let's say. Uh, we have uh, contemporary dancers in our museums interpreting the collections. Mm -hmm. And so we, we, they dance on a special choreography they produce, and the people, the audiences, follow them along the galleries and take pictures because they like the idea of having the dancers and the artworks uh, together. And so they feel active themselves. They, they feel they are part of the creation and they are right. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and so this is very, very interesting for us. Yes, it is very interesting. I really like the idea of dancers dancing in front of guests and creating this atmosphere. I think that's fascinating. And I'm also curious to know, in your opinion, what makes good art? Uh, what makes good art is uh, what makes you feel well, but also to, to feel you, you know, in, in a way uh, debased. I don't know how to say when you are a bit unbalanced, let's say. So you have to question yourself you enjoy it but at the same time you 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 feel that uh, you have to think over and uh, something that makes a change for you that's good art i think mm -hmm. yes yeah i agree with you completely something that makes you think and maybe inspires you is good art photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, 
receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Horton. Hi, my name is Rob. I specialize in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member. And you mentioned in our conversation before I started recording that you have a staff photographer on your team, and I'd like to know what kind of camera equipment he uses. I think you said he uses Sony? Uh, you mean... If I sorry because you asked me about uh, the artist or uh, the tips for photographer who like to have jobs. Oh yes, I went back to the question about the your staff photographer. The that he uses. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just this is something. Uh, so we have uh, a person in the staff mm-hmm. who is uh, um, not only a photographer; he is also a designer. So he's the man in charge of uh, the layout of exhibitions, for example. And we also cooperate with uh, uh, freelance photographers, of course, when necessary. And I have to say that a few of these people have given their archives to the museum, to the Phototheca, because they really appreciate what we do. Mm-hmm. And, and so they become part of this huge uh, repository of images uh, tracing the history of the city around. and. So as long as, for example, you say what kind of director would be uh, uh, a photographer or an artist. And I think that um, they would be great uh, uh, head of departments of photography or freelance, uh, let's say, curators involved in special projects. I'm saying this because today the, uh, the job of description of a museum director implies a good deal of management tasks. And I don't think that creative people would love that because it's quite boring actually. But on the other on the other hand, I think that they would be a, a sort of value added to the museum as temporary curators or as head of this photography department. And uh, I have in mind uh, the experience of Didi Sapman, the Austrian photographer, who uh, worked for the Wien Museum for a life. And he really uh, was an exceptional portrayer of the city life. Uh, He was a very creative person and uh, he was an explorer of unknown uh, uh, city areas or uh, uh, new, uh, let's say, lifestyles. Uh, so, in, uh, the, all the migrants uh, who arrived in Vienna in early years after the the uh, fall of the Berlin uh, Wall, and so he really uh, portrayed the city in a wonderful way. So that's important, and I think this could be a great job for a photographer, certainly. But it's not easy. Not all the museums can have this kind of. 
uh, of uh, professional. Uh, and for example, artists could really invent exhibitions and that happened, for example, Edmund de Waal or uh, Wes Anderson, the film director in Vienna. They were invited to create exhibitions, uh, picking up uh, pieces, items in the storage of Kunsthistorisches, and that resulted in very unusual exhibitions. So it depends if you like the traditional one or not. But anyway, I think it's something different. And, well, when you say... What do artists struggle with the most? Uh, I think it's to make their own creative uh, creations known and debated by the public. So clearly they like uh, create to create. So that's an impulse they have themselves. Uh, and that's very important, clearly. It's their own life. Uh, but also I think it's important that they get recognition because after a while you cannot live on your own and simply create. That's it. That is very true. For artists, it's very important to get attention and job opportunities and things like that. Yes. That's very important for sure. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Okay, um, Laura, my last question for you is not related to photography exactly, but I still would like to know what you want to achieve with your museums, if you have any specific goals that you want to achieve, anything like that? Well, I think that it would be a great achievement to position Trieste as a, as a photographic city. Just, I have to say, all the photographers who, also the famous ones who came here for the photo days or any or other initiatives, they all said that the city has an incredible light. Mm. And uh, uh, it's true. And also we have wonderful sunset and colors. And, and it's unusual because it's a Mediterranean place, mm. but it, with a Nordic light. So that's very, very unusual. And, and some people really like to come here and take photos, both professionals and amateur. So uh, to really position the, the, the city as, as a place for photographer, that would be a great achievement. And uh, also because we have this famous Phototeca and we organize all these exhibitions, but this the, the least, let's say, um, the, the idea of, of a place uh, who is attractive for those who love photography is far more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really want to visit Trieste now. It's, you made it sound very, very interesting. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Whenever you like. <laughs> one day, one day for sure. Well, Laura, thank you for your time. I had so much fun finding out about all of your museums and all of the work that you do. Thank you for sharing your story. And I hope this has inspired the listeners to find out more about museums and visit Trieste maybe in the future and all of that. So thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Great Big Photography World wouldn't be what it is without our incredible listeners. We're grateful for the time you take to listen to other photographers' stories and share your feedback with us. If you'd like to help us keep this podcast running smoothly, you can become a member on our website. In return for your help, we'll provide you with all kinds of exciting perks. Go to greatbigphotographyworld.com. There's a link to it in the show notes. It was very interesting for me to talk to someone who's not directly in the photography industry, but is still a very creative person. I appreciate all of the things that Laura shared with me. 
and I hope that this episode gave you a clear idea of museum directing and possibly inspired you to visit a museum in the near future. See you next week! There's a simple reason why PhotographyCourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.